2: Hello, welcome to episode two of No Rolls Barred, the audio only public podcast. Uh, Instead of Ollie this time, thankfully, I'm instead joined by our head of creative to help introduce this episode. Uh, That's Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi. Oh uh, no! Well, he's pretty over. <laughs> yeah, he, I know he's pretty over. He's he reminds old. me of it. Uh, he's uh, taken your very positive uh, reception to Golden Joe uh, completely to heart. Uh, I think he's needed this for a while, and I I worry that we're never going to get Old Ollie Davis back.
3: I would say taken to head more than to heart. He's definitely taken it, and he's he's not putting it down. No, no, he's like, like.
2: Uh, a, cha- a heel champion clutches to his title. Ollie is clutching to the fact that people are responding to Golden Joe, and I, I think it's genuinely getting him through the day. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite sad, but he's, he's happy, and that's the important thing. Isn't it happy? Isn't it important that he's happy? Happiness is overrated. <laughs> quite right, too. Uh, speaking of, uh, so we are just about to drop you into the first episode uh, of the second episode. The first of episode of the second episode. Fuck me. I think we should re- I think no. let's start this again. No, This is really no, bad. No, you're gonna do it. <laughs> I don't want to. You're gonna do it mm. and I'm gonna watch you. Okay. So we're just about, ah, stop looking at me Tom. I'm so sorry. If I
3: don't look at you, I don't know if you're doing it right or not.
2: <laughs> I am, I promise. I'm a good boy. Welcome to the second episode of No Rolls Bard. Our public podcast um, which we have launched as a result of getting 50 backers on patreon. Um, a fat
3: 25.
2: Yeah that's <laughs> uh, that voice you can hear is Tom he is head of creative and thankfully not Ollie Davis. Hello Tom thanks for helping me introduce this episode of the podcast. You're welcome. Great. <laughs> I lay him up, you knock him down. I was being polite. That's, that's I, was, I was being gracious. Again, it's more than I expect from Ollie Davis, who you may have gathered from last week's podcast and the fallout where he went through for YouTube and found only uh, Joe-related uh, responses to the video, that he's, uh, he's taken this a bit too
3: seriously, I think. He seems happy. He seems very happy. I, I don't really know Ollie pre Golden Joe. I don't think. I mean, I think if anything,
2: Golden Joe has proven that none of us really knew Ollie.
3: I think it's a little bit like the way, um, the way that Kevin Conroy ended up playing Batman in mm. Batman the Animated Series. Our second Batman the Animated Series reference um, in the uh, additional content for No Rolls Bard is there became a point in time where Bruce Wayne became the mask and Batman became the real persona that uh, was it was the case that Bruce Wayne heard Batman's voice in his head and he thought and not his own and i think this might happen to Ollie Davis i think that as time <laughs> goes on Ollie Davis will become the character and Golden Joe will become the the will, be, will become the prime persona
2: i have seen Ollie whispering Joe to himself in the staff area where he makes his very very milky tea was there anyone around? Uh, he didn't know I was there. No. There was no one else around? Was it just... No. He, wasn't listening to a, he wasn't even listening to the NRB podcast I'm, episode I want one. to picture
3: this. So w- w- with, the t- with the kettle by the teacup, rest of the table's empty, peering around the corner like mm. a cheeky little critter. There you are. Well, uh, well Ollie doesn't use a
2: kettle. He, ba- he uses cold water. And then he, he, he basically does like 10... Like one-tenth of the cup cold water, fills the rest up with milk, and then he just shouts the word tea at the at the cup and that is how he brews it he's a monster but i, w- I was I, I was coming i was going to, to uh you know make myself make myself a, a a cheeky brew and i i rounded the corner to see him just sort of like whispering joe to himself and like you know when you kind of psych yourself up before you kind of do any performing you know just like two fists in front of his chest i don't
3: want like. to break kayfabe is this a bit or is this real
2: no this is 100 percent real
3: Fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, I mean, the I, I I over. You know, perhaps the stuff about the tea is a little bit exaggerated, but I have found that bit I bought. Yeah, I, well, absolutely. He he likes it. He likes it. Weak and white, like his men. Um, and
3: <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's a part of me that wants that to settle for a bit, but let's move on.
2: No, let's 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 power through. Um, but yeah, he genuinely has been. Um, I find little scraps of paper with Joe written on them, which I assume that he's like, I I think he's practicing Joe's autograph for I don't know
3: what. (laughs) Maybe if we ever get to a thousand backers, maybe he's practicing for the live show, or more likely this is the beginning of a very deep and serious psychosis.
2: Absolutely, it's like, yeah, when you, you know, if if you get, like that uh, Alan Partridge episode where he goes to his fans place and all the walls are just plastered with his face. Uh, I imagine that's probably what Ollie Davis's bedroom is looking like. I mean, race car bed, obviously, a um, uh, hot water bottle in the shape of Luke Owen's face, and then just the uh, the rest of it is just plastered with gold and the word Joe.
3: I am, for better or worse, arguably historically worse, um, a stickler for details. This hot water bottle, mm-hmm. is it a regular hot water bottle with the image of Luke Owen's face, or is it the way that some hot water bottles are, sh- are shaped like hearts or might be shaped like a swan or something. Is it actually shaped and sculpted in 3D relief like the face of
2: the I mean, it, hot water bottles pushing it, it's more like a Japanese love pillow that he just fills with scalding liquid before he goes to sleep every night. And it's kind of laser printed onto it like
3: that. Like a body pillow? Yeah, exactly. But a waterproof one? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know how waterproof it is. Ollie is frequently covered in, in burns, but it is it is. We, there was the uh, limited he is, edition. He's been line nothing and,
3: but nice to me, um,
2: uh, Ollie Davis. Yeah, yeah. But as we've seen from the way he role plays, it's all a facade. He's a monster.
3: Yeah. All right. S- speaking
2: of, uh, so let's dive <laughs> right now into episode two of No Rolls Bard, and well, uh, I'll let Ollie Davis take you on something of a journey because this one is going to get a little bit weird.
3: Hello and welcome to City British Wrestling. My name's Tom, I'm Head of Creative here at CBW, and these are our players. I'm Laurie, I play Tony the Milkman, who is a veteran character.
4: I'm Ollie, I play Golden Joe! Joe! Joe. Joe. Joe.
3: I'll only do it when the thing
5: starts. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a golden
4: boy.
6: I'm his brother, Silver Bro, I play the Gatekeeper.
5: Uh, My name's Lolo, I play the demonatrix, and I am the anti-hero.
2: And it's me, your friendly neighbourhood Kid Flips, the High Flyer. And I'm Adam also. Right! (laughs) You
3: absolutely yoded that, didn't you? Let's do a fight. We find ourselves this week in Chester Colosseum. The entire arena is dressed up with Doric columns, the trappings of ancient Greco-Roman culture. In the upper levels, the sponsors and corporate supporters of City British Wrestling are ready to enjoy the bread and circuses management has in store for them today. Welcome, everyone, to City British Wrestling and welcome to Sunday Night Lightning. Prepare yourselves as these ring wranglers clash inside and outside the ropes in the name of villainy, valour and victory. Now let's waste no more time and welcome to the ring, hailing from Puddington, Yorkshire, Kid
7: (coughs) Fliss!
2: So, spotlight. Um, You see nothing to start, and then suddenly a huge burst of doves out from the floor! Ollie's uh, kid flips, he skates around the top of the ramp, he grabs the S, the K, the A, the T, and the E, and he flies down to the ring, and he's grinding as he goes, his cap perfectly backwards, his... Shirt. the The die is so tied, uh, and he flips into the ring. He runs up to the turnbuckle, gets on the ropes, and kind of just like enjoys the adulation of the crowd. Hey! Okay, hey. thanks, guys. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, and, uh, but then he he looks out at the crowd, sees his mum. She's always there. Hi, mum! Uh, and then he looks around at the ringside, and you see. A look of resignation and disappointment briefly
3: flicker over his face. But then, straight back to business. Let's do this! Cowabunga. Making his way to the ring, hailing from parts unknown. Your city British champion, Apex! Boo! The lights dim on the audience again. That same grey-green glow starts to emanate from the top of the ramp and out steps seven-foot tall, muscle-carved apex slung over his shoulder, the dead body of a grizzly bear he carries <laughs> down Lifting it up his shoulder, he slams it against the top of the ramp, looks at one of his own huge, muscular hands and drives it deep into the bear's <laughs> chest, pulling out its heart.
7: <sighs> Strength! <laughs>
3: He opens his mouth wide and puts the heart whole inside his jaw. <laughs> Bites down on it. Blood oozes from his lips down his chin and onto his muscular chest. He swallows. Spits out the gristle on the floor. Stamps one heavy foot down on the ground. Fellows, <laughs> matches eyes with Kid Flips and starts stomping without pause into the ring. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna die! (laughs)
6: Good luck, mate! Have a lovely time! Any
3: tips from your last match, (laughs) mentor? No. No (laughs) Ding, ding, ding! The following match is scheduled for 1-4-1-10! Ding, ding, ding! (laughs) Immediately, this huge hand reaches out, grabs you by the throat, and lifts you off the ground again. Little boy, do not step into my ring. Uh, I I try and kind of pry his
2: fingers open. Uh, I, I make eye contact with the ref, look over the ref's left shoulder, and go, "Hey up, check it!" to try and distract him.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, so roll on power first. Two. Let's just that's the pry from the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> that is six. So no, um, you get halfway through the word "check" before the. Air just leaves your throat, thanks. Christ.
7: <laughs>
3: okay, fair enough. Uh, I
2: will make the.
7: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna
2: make the secret gesture or like secret facial gesture at my mum, which is a secret signal, and she reaches into her purse and picks out a jar of like hand cream and throws it
3: at the back of the referee's head. <laughs> okay, so your, your mum will have to make this role. Okay. So that's going to be uh, 2D6. Right. Um, and then, let's see, how old is your mum? My mum's 50... How old are you?
2: 55.
3: She's about 57. Okay. Uh, and how much professional wrestling or... Uh, shot put experience that she has. Oh,
2: she's, she's a lifelong CBW fan, so she's thrown a few jars of hand cream okay. at her time.
3: At <laughs> or... So we'll, we won't give her a negative modifier then. Okay, rolling on mums.
2: <laughs> Come on, mum. Come on, mum. Come on, mum! Mom, That's mom. a hard mom, success. Mum, 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 mum,
3: mum, 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 What's the brand of hand cream? Um. <laughs> Which is the most aerodynamic? <laughs> What's the heaviest? <laughs> Silky bastard hand cream. <laughs> it Clunk. just bonks him on the back of the head enough to make him move his head and notice at least. I kick Apex square in the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is that's power. Okay. You need a hard success for this.
4: Look, he's
3: killing me. <laughs> so before you go for this kick, there is one thing you know for certain: that Apex Apex doesn't wear a cup. However, when your foot connects with his groin, it feels like you must. <laughs> <laughs> and something in your ankle almost shatters. Oh, it has got it's, steel rod. <laughs> oh God, is man. he aroused by this? This, this? this man is clearly just 100% muscle. Lean, solid, all like bone and just... <laughs> dense. Bit, he's, he's got bollock muscles.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
3: Yes. Okay. Even his genitals are swollen. <laughs> 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 get that um, he then choke slams you, boom, down onto the mat. Okay. Um, Picks you up again by the throat. Boom! Down again. (laughs) Picks you up one more time. Boom! Back onto the mat. Roll on power.
7: Oh, Oh, that's
3: one. He picks you up one final time. Puts a hand over the top of the other one. Moves the other one down to maybe about your waist. It's you're you're a a kid more or less he's got big hands it's pretty much big enough to grab you around the waist one handed and he turns you upside down so your head is directly above the mat (laughs) then lifts you high into the air and i'm here in the
5: background there's beep 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 (laughs) beep as a giant lorry with a huge truck at the back starts rolling down the ramp in reverse and you notice it's full of denim
7: <laughs> <laughs> of jeans,
5: jackets, boots, hats, everything Just a massive of denim And you see at the top of the truck she is just standing there Stilettos, full denim whip that's made out of denim and zips so You know it's gonna hurt oh, Christ. And it's a whip crack and the whole thing Fills out and fills the ramp and fills the entire ring with denim. Just so much denim that it just swamps Apex and um, Kitty McFly face. And stops the match entirely. She slides down the side of the track and jumps into the ring and picks up the microphone. I didn't mean to narrate that bit, but here we are. This will keep happening over and over and over again until I get rehired. You have to know that I am a lean, gene (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
7: fighter.
5: Yes! (laughs) And it's about time you submit to total demination.
7: Yes!
5: I demand my job back, and not only do I demand it back, I want a shot at the title.
3: Dead him, dead him, dead him, dead him, dead him. Um, at this point, uh, yeah, just before your head was about to hit the mat, a a, a soft and protective wave of denim <laughs> washes underneath, <laughs> and you impact softly and gently into this pile of jeans, and then are dropped uh, to to take a few moments to relax, to get your breath back, to recover on some very comfortable material, hard, hard wearing, and comfortable. Hmm. Um, Apex is. Trying to keep his balance in this sea of denim, trying to ride himself on his feet, trying to find you somewhere amongst this part, like, finding, like finding a kid in a ball pit in a jungle gym He's trying to track down where you are. Um, as soon as you finish making your claim and the audience stop cheering their hearts out. Oh, QC!
4: Oh.
3: Once again standing at the top of the ramp in his powdered wig and barrister's silks is an even more displeased and disdainful looking QC. He makes his way once again down the ramp, once again disapproving at everything he sees, and steps <laughs> his long legs over the top rope into the ring to stand opposite you. Well, well, well. Denim Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> You've made quite a mess here once again in the middle of a very important squash match from some very important <laughs> sponsors. Honestly, do you really think that this is going to make the slightest bit of difference?
5: I do. I think it's important, but also where do you get your wigs from? Because I feel we need to swap. Them. <laughs>
3: The day I wear anything the likes of you wear is the day I hang up my robes for good.
5: Maybe that's about time, old man. Oh!
3: oh, oh how no, have you sh- know Damn. I'm in the
5: prime of life,
3: for a barrister. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I can't stand you. This whole system is all about you. This whole thing has been run by people like you. So old and boring, you need to be gone.
3: I'll have you know I am old and interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't run this system. I just make sure that the people who do get what they need.
5: Well, I need another shot.
3: Why? Why do you deserve a shot at the City British Championship? Why you? What makes you think the good british public and the people of the world want to see you as city british champion
5: because i scare you <sighs> and it's about time
3: he looks over uh, where apex is still trawling through <laughs> 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 grab, grabbing jeans and tearing them apart and then looking <laughs> just really frustrated it's, it's <laughs> denim and it's not a child. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Very well mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I will offer you a deal. All right You can rejoin the roster at City British Wrestling and you, well, you will get your chance at a championship. ...match. <laughs> however, you will get that chance like everybody else by entering the legal wrangle oh. next week. Oh. Oh. However, in order to even qualify to step between these ropes as a legal wrestler again, you will have to wrestle a match today do you agree to these terms? I... Uh, yeah! Fuck Bop. yeah! <laughs> he bops you in the head with his little gavel. Oh, Very hi. well!
5: Crack him on the bum with my whip. <laughs> Ooh.
3: He's
7: into it. <laughs> he is. Roll he on, look! <laughs>
3: um, we'll have you roll and look for this. <laughs> Oh, Oh, he's not into it. (laughs) it. You can see he's toying with the idea for a split second, (laughs) but then puts it out of his mind. (laughs) Straight up a back and stiff up a lip. Lurie will. He makes his way back the ramp. The sound of chamber music. And we cut now to somewhere else entirely. We cut now to Golden Joe and Silverbro. Golden Joe is leading Silver Bro down a pine-panelled corridor past some potted plants, some chairs, some water fountains, and what seems to be some kind of office building. Golden Joe's in full outfit, as usual. Doesn't take it off, sleeps in there.
4: And <laughs> I- I'm talking to Silver Bro uh, just because, you know, last week when we had our match, I thought you, like, was a little bit in the way you looked and just behaved that it Felt like you were jealous of me. What? I want, I want to nip that in the. I want to nip that in the bud. Jealous? Because you're my bro. Yeah. You are my silver bro. And you're <laughs> my golden Joe. I would never be jealous of you,
6: as I, as I said last week. I'm, I'm a, you know, a couple of years older than you. Like,
4: you're the, the future of this company. But I'm not. I'm not jealous of that. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we're here to have some. Family therapy.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> if if that what makes you happy, then yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. I think it's going to be best for, for us. It's going to be best for us. And for, and for this family. And for our family. Yeah. Family.
6: yeah. <laughs> sounds good, man.
3: At this point, you have made your way um, to your destination. You stand outside the door to the office of one Dr. head Schrunkner, family specialist. That's you open the door and sitting in a very comfortable chair behind a nice mahogany desk uh, with a, a chaise-long and a couple of more straight-back chairs sitting in the room is a small man in a two-piece tweed suit. He's mostly bald except for little wisps of white hair around the back of his crown. He has a little neat goatee. He's smoking a pipe it's his little half moon glasses up. Ah! So! The Metal Brothers! Please, do! Take a seat! I'll be your chair first. Thank
4: you. I've already sat down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the chaise lounge, and I'm just, you know, sitting. <laughs> I take a seat next what to this it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's On
5: the chaise
4: lounge. Another So, which one of you
3: is Mister Joe? Now we meet, Joe, Golden Joe. Please, Joe. Please tell me why did you suggest that you. And your brother meet me here today to discuss the family.
4: I love my brother more than anything. He's helped me out through thick and thin, through metals, and I want to just. I I feel like there's some tension between us. Tension? I've first I've ever heard of. I mean, I don't even know what that
6: word means. It's we're we're brothers, man. Like I I love you. Like we are. We're gonna win the tag titles together. I, 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 I. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we're here because it's what you want, and we're we're gonna work it out, right?
3: You see what I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what is it you think you think that you are dealing with?
4: Well, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but just um, armchair psychology, not to jump in for you. But <laughs> they, that was a lot of just like pent up. Oh, you're better than me. But you I'm are better t- than me. Yo, <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> in the match last week, he just—you know—he he got a few moments where it seemed like he was trying to do my stuff.
3: But what do you shoes. feel your stuff
4: is? All the all the front face, front face, and stuff, the crowd stuff, getting the reactions. But you, you know, you know the 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 jackhammer thing you do, yeah, for yeah, my golden Joe, the silver, the rock screen, solid, huh? yeah, uh, yeah. You uh, you just held him up there for ages, man. It's it's for you
6: he to run the tired. ropes,
4: yeah. But they were watching you, weren't they?
6: No, they're watching you. They're chunning Joe when you, you hit the ropes. They're, they're, they're into you. I'm just, I'm just posing to show, you know, I've got some pretty good strength behind me. But it's, but, it's all about, like, it's you finishing the match, though. Arrogance. That bit there. And, yeah, I mean, but it's not, it's not arrogance. Like, it's, it's dual arrogance, though, right?
4: I love my brother so much, and I, I want us to win the tag titles, but I'm just concerned that if this attitude carries on something might go awry. Just, I'm just being honest, because I love you.
6: I, I, I mean, it's never failed us before. The, the you know, the, the rock solid has always finished a match. I don't think it's ever not going to finish a it's match. It's rock solid. It's rock solid, exactly, yeah. So, that, I don't see where the problem lies in that, because that
3: move always wins. But <laughs> what do you feel your role in this relationship, both as professional wrestlers and as brothers is, where does bro fit
6: in? It's a very simple question, and it's, it's, it's clear as day. I'm the older brother. I've got him into this business. He's going to be a champion someday, and I'm going to help him get there.
4: All the while singing his praises. it's all I wanted to hear, man. Yeah,
7: it's
3: yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, you, bro. So, it seems that we have resolved everything in a matter of minutes. You're <laughs> a really good doctor.
4: Sometimes I just need to hear it, you know, just...
3: <laughs> get a little bit crazy sometimes. Oh, well, okay, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, let me ask maybe just one more question. Let's try a little bit of what is known as radical candor. Bro, I need you to be very honest with me and uh-huh. very honest with Joe. But well, that is why we are here. Or well, that's why are we here? That's why we're here. Please. Was that a question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Tell me, bro, nobody is perfect. <laughs> Joe, obviously. Nobody Joe. is perfect. There must be something about Joe that troubles you. And now is the time and here is the place for you to share it. It is a safe space But it's an impossible question Like it's
6: I mean the punches obviously work You know the, the moves work less So maybe we should just focus on the punches And the kicks and the old shoulder blocks And stuff Like, that's, That just seems to be a sensible way for our tag team to work
4: I could give it a go Yeah Give it a go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is it God, that is all it, yeah. the fault you can find okay. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it would not be fair if I did not ask the same question to you Joe as a person and as a brother where do you feel bro, should change just be honest as well just be honest just be honest, change. Yeah, just be honest change. about it alright us open
4: up well you've got the whole supporting me thing down I love you yeah. for that
6: mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I guess, um, Well, you know what, we're not the singles champions yet. I mean the tag team champions yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, just, just be, a, be a tag team champion with me. Well, that, that's great because that's what we're going to
3: do. We're the number one contenders, yeah. we're going to win those tag titles. Title tag. Gentlemen, I feel there is something beneath the surface that you two are just not willing to share in this forum, and I understand. I understand it is difficult, and sometimes there are things about ourselves that we do not know on a conscious level. (laughs) (laughs) So, I am going to recommend you to a friend of mine, another specialist, who has a very different approach to accents (laughs) (laughs) and to psychiatry. Whereas I work to heal the mind, you boys need to go and speak to someone. Will heal your soul. Oh, a <laughs> yeah,
1: soul. Your soul. Your soul. Zol. Zol.
4: Zol. Is that another metal? Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Zol. Zol. Like an element. Like Zola.
3: John <laughs> Franklin <Zola. laughs> Um, we are gonna jump backstage uh, to a familiar location with a slightly different setup. Um, the same locker room where we saw the milkman bloodied and beaten and broken, we now see a Thankfully still alive and still healthy, Kid Flips sitting on his own, recovering from his very throttle and denim heavy match earlier today. And in steps the milkman through the door.
2: Lad, are you, are you okay, lad? Oh, hey, up! It's you, is it? I haven't seen you in a week, alright? No, look at me. Where were you last week? You know, strike that. Kick that to the curb, as they say, now. <laughs> where were you this morning? Where were you? Right. Where were you when I was getting my. Th- I was almost killed in that match. I was almost choked out. I know. You said you would be there for me.
1: I know, lad. It's. It's out of my hands. What's out of your hands? The future. Everything. It's What do you om- mean? We've. Management, they called me in last week They said My next match Will be my retirement match If I lose I have to leave the company They said I'm not good enough anymore I'm too old, I'm too slow I'm too slightly fat, I'm not that fat I'm I'm, I'm good, I'm good But they said I'm I'm not drawing the crowds anymore Like I used to And they said I'm going to be out
2: Tony Maybe they're right Look at you You're still not ready to compete I assume you're wrestling tonight, right? I am, lad Yeah I thought I'll you wrestling
1: be. every night Until they kick me out the door Until they send the men
2: and they drag me out Or until you You're not in a good way Do you think maybe it's management's way of telling you That if you don't hang it up You'll end up doing yourself in I've still got it, lad I could beat anyone on this
1: roster. I could beat them all around the ring until the cows come home. And when the cows come home, I'll
2: fucking milk them. Because that's what real men do. Oh, I. Is that what real men do? Do they leave? Is that what real men do? Do they have a son that they never raise? Do they walk away from a chance? To be with their family for the sake of their own pride.
1: There were other stops on the round, lad. There were other stops.
2: Oh, aye. But she was your favourite stop, wasn't she? She was the biggest tipper. (laughs) Look me in the eyes. Right now. And tell me you're not my father. I
3: can't. I'll just walk off. Okay, let's just, let one everyone take a moment.
4: I, 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 I'm full on soap opera this <laughs> Let's do a fight.
1: C-d-dub,
3: c-d-dub. Let's do a cry. Feelings. <laughs>
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
3: The two of you are out in the deserts of Chester. No buildings, no plant life, no water, nothing, but the endless and famous sand wastes of Chester
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: The only landmark for Miles is the landmark you two are walking to right now. A small tent in the middle of nowhere. You've been told that the person who will help you heal your souls resides within this tent. As you get there and move back the canvas... There is a small old man sitting with his legs crossed. Smoking a pipe, a proper, polished, fancy looking mahogany pipe puffing away. He has a big handlebar moustache on his face, but otherwise he's completely clean shaven, his head on his chin. Ah, the brothers.
6: Are you the doctor that's going to save our souls?
7: <laughs> Is it like our souls? <laughs> <an arsehole? laughs> ah.
3: I see, my colleague has sent you. I recognise that accent anywhere. Have a seat. Have a seat.
7: Thank you. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much.
3: He hands you both a small stone bowl. Thank
6: you
3: inside yeah. is just a ooh, inside is just a pile of foliage mush consume the contents of these bowls and you will be able to face
7: your demons
3: <laughs> do what
6: it says bro of course Joe after you
4: Mm. Wow. <laughs> Weird tasting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have you make a work roll. Like <laughs> a Minus one. Yeah, you
7: fucking
3: wrong.
4: <laughs> Eat it,
7: bitch! Uh...
6: <laughs> Joe, come on, man. We need to work through. Just do what the man says.
3: Um... Fucking restless. <laughs> <laughs> now, before the effects of this powerful hallucinogenic sink in, it was a one-hour. A one-hour. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: thought they were arseholes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Make your way outside of the tent, across to opposite ends of this sand waste, where you will find a dip in the earth, where your inner demons will meet you. Oh, what? How
4: long's that going to take? Um, <laughs> I think
6: we are going to three gonna minutes
3: tops. <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
6: Are we? Right. Are we booked for
4: tonight? A
3: match. <laughs> oh, oh, you will be wrestling a match against your very souls. Oh,
4: oh crap!
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> uh, <to> uh, <laughs> I've got you, man. I've got you. I've got you. We're gonna, we'll go, we'll ride this out together, man. This is just like that <laughs> time I was partying. <laughs> With the milkman a few years back. It's alright, we'll get through it. It's okay. Okay? Yeah,
7: yeah, It's alright, it's okay. It's okay.
6: Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Go the other way. Hold my hand. It's like a tag. Hold my hand. It's like
4: Hold a my tag. Hand. I I want tag. Want tag. Hold my hand. I don't want to tag. Hold my hand. So that Hold way, my hand. I'm going. I'm going, Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Is he still there? Hold my
6: hand. He's gone. okay. It looks like he's still there. I'm going. I'll leave as well.
3: Um so you have been instructed to go to the opposite end. I'll turn around and go the
6: other way then.
3: (laughs) So, we'll start with uh, you, bro. After three minutes tops of walking um, uh, barefoot, inexplicably, you don't remember taking your shoes off, (laughs) through the sand, you find yourself in this little, maybe ten foot by ten foot divot, a kind of natural arena that's formed amidst the powdered glass, and there... As you wait and your vision starts to blur and your mind starts to get hazy and some kind of strange drone starts to hum through your ears, you see the sand in front of you start to take shape with shadow and form the figure of a featureless, faceless, expressionless, humanoid man.
7: Hello?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I, are you my demon?
3: At the same time, Joe, uh, a similar experience passes through your body as you find yourself in this little natural arena. That same sense of haze and drone and blurred vision and the sand and the shadows rise in front of you to form the shape of a tall, broad-shouldered, featureless and faceless figure.
6: Uh,
3: uh You both look up into the now inexplicably night sky and you see the moon, and connected to the moon is a metal curve of a little bell that goes DOOM
7: DOOM DOOM!
3: This isn't like that time with the milkman. <laughs> the following contest is scheduled for ONE SOUL! Wow. ONE SOUL!
7: <laughs>
3: Bro, what are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm going to sit down.
7: I just need, I need to have a sit down. I
6: need to have a sit down. Man.
3: As you go to sit down, the shadow. You're literally just sitting <laughs> down. <the> <laughs> <chair>. <laughs> I'm going to ride this out by sitting down. Joe, what are you doing?
4: I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to keep punching this big object go for power but, but it's like a dream they're not connecting ah five
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah you, you, your fists like just seem to whiff past this shadowy sandy figure um, it, you can't tell if they're not connecting or if this thing just doesn't seem to be made of any kind of corporeal form
4: I go, I go around for my new submission move that I've been trying to work out. If I if I was to break off as a single star, it's called the full golden, and it's it's a full it's just a full
3: Nelson. <laughs>
7: yeah,
3: um, I will let you uh, roll on your heat with uh, run run your heat with Bro for that because it's that's all about three. yeah it's all about singles. That's a uh,
4: that's uh,
3: eleven. Yeah, you you slide in your full Nelson, just connect. You have a good firm grip on this figure. <laughs> Um, what are you doing next?
4: I'm going to try and submit him. I'm going to Sub- oh, <laughs> submit you, bro. Apparition. Submit you, bro apparition.
3: Okay, I, we'll, we'll leave you there trying to submit the apparition. You're sat down on the ground. After mm-hmm. uh, a small amount of time passing, uh, this figure starts to walk towards you. Um, it reaches out its arms towards your face. Um,
6: I was going to try and swap them away.
3: It starts <laughs> to sway and move, and then the, the shape shifts behind you, shifts around you and starts to grapple its arms around your body. Uh, you, st- you feel this genuine physical pain and pressure on your neck and your upper back. What are you doing?
6: Uh, I'm going to power out of it. I'm just going to just... Rawr, like, just sort of hulk my way out of it. And that is <laughs> that, uh, not good. That's not what That
3: is a five. Um, you try, but <sighs> physical strength doesn't seem to help you here in the, sh- in the face of something so unphysical. And the pain in your neck and your back deepens. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to try and...
6: Put my arms up into the air and slink out of it.
3: <laughs> okay, you can go on hey work for that, why not? The toddler defences is nice.
6: It's slightly better, it's five. That's, <laughs> uh, that's
3: still not enough. Um you can't slow out of something which seems to be almost coalescing with your very form at this point, and you're still stuck fast. We're going to jump back to Joe. Uh, you're still trying to put the submission down, um, so you're going to go in for the full golden.
4: Full golden's still locked in, we're both down stuck. So you're
3: just continuously applying pressure on that, yeah, yeah. so we're going to move to power for that now.
4: Zero.
3: It's a six. I'm so sorry. Um, you can re-roll it. That's true. You have you have both your face re- your face re-rolls and your um. Oh, you, also own, you, can use, you
6: can you can use mine. You can use my re-roll. <laughs> oh, you can use my re-roll. Can I re-roll? Yeah, sure. Oh. <laughs> uh,
4: seven.
3: <laughs> um. Okay, you tighten the the full golden. Um. You feel this like, sandy, shadowy form start to solidify and harden. It feels more like muscle and bone and flesh now and you squeeze and you squeeze and you squeeze and it passes out meanwhile across the desert uh you yeah you you try so hard to power to technique your way out of this hole but it's too much the pain in your neck and your back it's greater and greater and greater you feel your vision start to darken you feel the blood pumping in your brain and in your chest, and you are... Ooh. out.
7: Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: died! Oh my God. And as you collapse, <clears> the <throat> figure gets to its feet and stands over you. For a brief moment, the shadows of its form broaden and heighten, Until it seems to take the form of a large, broad-shouldered, square-headed man. And then the shadows dissipate away, and behind, unknown to your unconscious brain, is. Joe. You get up. Oh crap, I killed (laughs) him! You get up from delivering the full golden and just see this pile of shadows on the ground. For a brief moment, those shadows reshape into the form of something tall and broad with a square jaw and a square head, and as they dissipate, you find yourself looking down at the unconscious body of Silver Bro. Oh,
7: no. <laughs> oh, Bro.
4: Oh, I don't know why it seems like you took that trip thing really badly. I wasn't involved in this I was wrestling sand (laughs) (laughs) I'm
7: going
4: to call an Uber Um. I'm going to call an Uber Sure, make a (laughs) It's the mid-90s I've invented Uber (laughs) Make
3: a straight 2D6 roll to see if you can call a cab (laughs) A taxi is on its way to you
7: (laughs) but it's going to take
3: a while
4: I've got um, some water somewhere in my pocket. I'm just offering the
3: water now. Bro, can you break. make a power roll for me? Yeah, a power roll. Uh, that would be 11. You come to after your ideal, and what do you see? <gasps> but the face of your beloved brother here.
6: You saved me! <laughs> you saved me! The,
4: the sand! Tried to kill me. You tried to get me too, man. Oh, but you fought it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of, of course. <laughs> because of course you did,
6: Oh, Joe. I don't know what drugs they tried to put us on,
4: but I'm glad you were strong enough to work through it and yeah. save us both. Yeah. Uh Yeah, let's not go into the desert anymore. No, <laughs> yeah. desert's dumb. Desert's stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to the...
6: I don't know,
3: oh? ring. Yeah. Yeah, that's not stupid. It's technically home, um, yeah. Okay, and we will draw a curtain <laughs> on your time in the desert. And as we do, uh, the, the sand and the shadows very briefly once again just wisp through this form of a tall, square-headed man and then dissipate into the night. Okay, we are back in the ring, back in Chester Coliseum. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One
7: fall!
3: Making his way to the ring, hailing from Puddington, Yorkshire, the (laughs) Milkman! Milk!
1: Two wooden cows are pushed onto the stage. I burst through the curtain, dripping milk everywhere (laughs) from
3: two open pints that I'm holding, I tip both of the cows, as I go, two Bavarian milkmaids come out from behind, flanking me with their sort of pails. They
1: kneel down, there are fully working udders on the uh, wooden
3: cows. As my music sort of builds to a minor crescendo, it's a bit twee, uh, milk begins to arch and jet, falling out over Sort of like a, like,
1: there's so much milk, it's just everywhere, and it kind of obscures me in the camera shot. And then there's this moment where I burst through the milky film, breathing it out of my nostrils like Goldberg, and I rush down to the ring, ready for my match.
3: Amazing. Uh, Do you want to grab the mic? Mm Mm-hmm. Dairy beloved, (laughs) we
1: are gathered here today to see the comeback of the century. Tony, the milkman, is here, and he's not fucking about. have told me that the next match I lose means I have to leave CBW No No. Do we want that Chester? No. No CBW is my heart and my soul and I will fight with everything I've got to protect it for I am smoother than milk I am sharper than silk and I have had it with them backstage and their ilk yeah! Driving complex you bastards. <laughs> Get that down here. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing.
3: Making its way to the stage hailing from the Yorkshire Dales. Stretch foam strong. <laughs>
7: There's
3: a noise of some old big engine starting up and careening its way uh not careening sorry just swerving its way out to the top of the ramp is a big red tractor with big dirty mud covered wheels on the back small dirty mud covered wheels in the front one of those sort of metal steam spouts like pumping out gas and engine oil and sitting on top of it a big uh, not overly ripped but clearly very muscular large fella in denim overalls a straw hat chewing a piece of wheat just chugging along his tractor, <laughs> riding it down the ramp, down to the ring. He gets out, waves at the audience, waves at you, <laughs> makes his way very patiently up the steps into the ring, um, nods at one of his farm hands to jump in the tractor and drive it away. Uh, he gets a little piglet out of his pocket for good luck, gives a little rub, kisses on the head, um, Puts it back down, lets it sort of scurry around the ring a bit, and then it just makes its way down the steps and follows the tractor. All right then, time for a fight.
6: What <laughs> <laughs> a colorful <castle> world. Yeah.
7: <laughs>
3: um, so, uh, we're going to start this match with uh, stretch hit control. Um, actually, no, we're going to start this match with your control. I think that seems a little more oh, exciting. Uh, ding, 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 ding. I come right in and I'm going straight for the test of strength, the old school British wrestling style test of strength. I put my hands up and see if he responds. These two, um, like farm hands, strong, like leathery workman's hands. Boom! Connect with yours and you start pushing against each other. Roll on power.
1: Go, on, Tony! Come, come on, Tony! Tony.
3: Uh, that is a seven. Hey, Tony! He pushes. You start to feel your feet dig into the mat start to feel your muscles like warm up and tighten. It looks like he's starting to get traction on you. Um, but then, yeah, with a, a surge of power, you push him back a couple of steps. And yeah, he's he just slowly, very slowly being forced back towards the ropes by your strength. What are you doing? I'm going to go for the push down. So he drops to his knees. Um, that's another power roll. Oh, Tony. Just keep doing it. Oh, Tony. No, that's not going well. Fine. Oh, Tony. Oh, Tony. Tony gets too into the British wrestling stuff. <laughs> so you, you start to lean forward and push down. His knee starts to bend as he goes towards the mat. Like, "Whoa, to turn up the beat. <laughs> <laughs> and he straightens his body pushes your hands backwards pushes you back so you start to stumble and then goes for a heavy palm straight into your chest boom, to knock you back and starts walking towards you what are you doing uh, I am going to sort of stumbling backwards I'm just going to power forwards with a big always always leaning on power Tony <laughs> I know. Tony doesn't know Tony Tony loves power uh, that is a six Ooh, sorry Tony, Time to do some grievous bodily farm. <laughs> <laughs> Just start, uh, lay into your stomach with boom, 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 big, stiff, thick farmhand punches. What are you doing? I'm going to try and catch one and turn it into a wrist lock. Work.
7: Yes, yeah. Tony, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice.
3: yeah, so as one of them goes, you grab him by the wrist, you manage to twist him round. You know, I've control over him, what are you doing? I'm going to force into the mat using the pressure on the wrist lock. So ratching it up behind him, trying to force him right down. Let's say we can go for work on that. Yeah, that's yeah. technical enough. It is a seven. Ah, oh, mm. boom! Yeah, he drops down to the mat onto his knee. Ooh, I'm a bit core infused about this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh goodness! For that, I'm going to stomp on his arm. <laughs> Power. Um, oh actually, no. no! Real, real. That's real. Oh, that's real, real damage. Oh, I mean, my power, my real and my power are both terrible. That's a three. Okay, so he's been he's been like groaning and grunting and like clearly wincing at this pain. He really like managed to dominate him for the last um, like last couple of spots at least. Um, but then yeah, you as soon as you switch from technique to power again, your your body just gives in, and he bursts up with a sort of flourish of strength and knocks you back. Oh, I feel like I'm borrowing again.
7: I <laughs> <like> <laughs> <it>. Yes. <laughs>
3: And then, um, then he goes in for um, one of his famous uh, submission moves. Uh, he goes behind you, uh, wraps his hand around your neck, and goes in for the sleeper hold. Ooh, looks like you'll be counting the sheep soon. Or oh, I'm going to go for, uh, I'm going to force it down so we actually drop backwards and attempt to roll through and roll out. Um, so into a pin. Um, yeah, we can see and go for work on this. Come on, Tony.
6: Come on, Tony. Come on, Tony. Yeah,
3: That's, That's a nine Yeah so just as you start to feel cause It's a really fucking quick asleep all day, Just as you start to feel yourself blacking out Yeah you pull out this magnificent piece of technical trickery And yeah boom he's onto the mat You're on top again Cool uh, I'm going to bring him up And I'm going to do uh, I'm going to hook through both of his arms And do a big suplex from that Which I call the double udder hook <laughs> <laughs> Okay suplex Ooh, Suplex it feels like a power move to me it's not good is it like, Tony's not good at rolling on power it's a five I might do a re-roll yeah. uh, mm. did it I think can I argue that it's a something to preserve wrestling tradition as it's a it's a classical suplex it is the perfect suplex okay And as you're attempting to execute the perfect suplex yes that's that's a nine yeah you, you groan and struggle and lift and an, mm, you execute for a man how old are you Oh, okay. Um, You execute possibly the most beautiful suplex anyone's seen in the ring in a very long time. And crash Stretch Farmstrung down onto the mat. Fabulous. I try to stifle a little...
7: (laughs) It comes out. (laughs) It took a
3: lot out of me to do that. I am... Feeling the sort of energy of the crowd, I'm gonna hop up on the turnbuckle and try and hype people up for my, okay. For my finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um that'll, that'll be a look roll. You're trying to hype people yep. up? Yep. Uh, that's seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, 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 Tony! I'm
1: so into it, the, the Bavarian milkmaids hand me up two pints, I inadvisably down them both in the middle of the match. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'm I'm feeling it,
1: probably too
3: much. So I'm going to go for a move that I used to do in my younger days,
7: oh. <laughs> oh. called the
3: milk float. It is a superfly splash
7: <laughs> from the top
3: rope. Um, I'm going to say run on. Look for that because it's flashy. It's not gone well. It's a six. Okay, so can can you walk us through you climbing the rope and leaping, and I'll take it from there. Yep, sure. I hoist myself i am, there's a there's a point where I, I think i've got it i've got up to maybe the second turnbuckle i am grabbing the ring post i'm heaving bits of milker obviously <laughs> gathering oh, in the God. corners of my mouth as i go i get up i daintily turn around i stand up there's a wobble there's a there's a definite wobble as i get ready for the splash and then i leap into the air okay and as you move down towards stretch he With agility surprising for a man his size, slips underneath you, grabs your upper legs so that when you land, you land, bang, right in the middle of a Boston Crab. And as he starts to pull the pressure and twist and bend your body, he starts to perform one of his signature moves, the walking Boston Crab, known as the furrowed (laughs) plough. And just starts dragging you across the ring in this walking Boston Crab. Just trying to get any purchase with my hands on anything on the map. Uh, I guess now it's time for the sustained and brutal waiting.
7: <laughs>
3: um, That's awful. I'm going to
2: come down to the ring with a white towel.
7: <gasps>
2: oh. I'm I'm just going to slowly walk down. I've got the white towel. I haven't done anything with it yet. Cool, but I'm just by the ring. It's been like, come on, Tony. Come on, Tony. Put
3: that towel down, lad. I'm going to try to... Uh, roll myself back under, so out of the Boston Crab, and then grab his legs and try to put the manoeuvre on him. Roll and work.
6: Not Tony. Tony! Tony! Yes! 11
3: from Tony. Um, you do it beautifully. You, you slip through again. You seem to be able to channel a much younger Tony from time to time, and here's another one of those moments, all of a sudden, before he even realises it stretches, in a Boston Crab himself, um, wincing. Ugh. Oh, Oof. ooh, ooh i have run out of farm puns. <laughs> <laughs> it's
7: Farmageddon. I'm going to try it. <laughs>
3: perfect. perfect. Um, let's let's edit this so it looks like I came up with it on the spot. Nice.
7: <laughs>
3: Ooh! looks like it's Farmageddon for stretch. Hey! Yeah, yeah. So glad oh, you come oh, to that show. show. Yeah. That's great. So oh I'm my God! I run out. And just. Oh. just oh, I'm I'm ready. Ready. Amazing. That's amazing. Oh, okay, wow. I want Something to uh, transition from that Boston crab into a submission move that I used as a signature for a while uh, the full churn drop one leg it's a half crab and i'm just going to start to <laughs> yank it around okay um you can roll and work against this too uh, oh. it is a 9 yes yes, yes. 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 around and around and around and around you see this sort of look of bucolic joy that is normally constantly across the uh, the happy face of stretch start to change into Uh, worry and then pain and then agony and with every churn this face gets redder and and more contorted and eventually after maybe a full-on minute of you pushing and pushing and pushing as you feel your own muscles squeak and pop you feel something go in your arm you feel something go in your knee you feel something go in your back blood starts to trickle out of your nose and out the corner of your ear milk seems to leak from places where milk should never leak from Boom, 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 boom. Stretch pounds the map and submits. Your (sighs) winner,
4: the milkman! Drinking
2: you, beautiful
7: bastards!
2: Uh, I enter the ring and try and uh, clean up the blood with the white towel. Don't you ever bring a towel to my ring again. I roll out the ring and I head to the back.
3: Is there anything you want to say, or are you done?
1: (laughs) I told you at the beginning of this match that I was here to stay. They'd have to drag me out of this ring, because I am Tony the Milkman, and come rain or shine, I always deliver.
3: Yeah! yeah And the audience lose their shit. Yeah. Milk, man, milk, yeah. man, milk man 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 milk man, <laughs> man. Okay the the ring clears once more it clears of performers and blood and milk yeah. and more And we now move to our final match of the night
7: <laughs> Um
3: but I think just before we do uh Kid, is there anything significant or interesting? That seems to interesting. Kids about, anything significant. Kid is doing before we move to this match. Having um, just run off,
2: he just hears he, he's at the top of the ramp and he just hears his mentor say this, and he knows and there's nothing he can do to stop the moment. And as the crowd is going wild and as everyone is uh, is cheering, he's the only one in the building that's not doing it, and he just does a really sad kickflip.
3: he he leaves shaking his head almost slow (laughs) motion ding 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 the following contest is a ladder match (gasps) for guaranteed entry into the regal wrangle the only way to win is to climb the ladder and retrieve the contract now making her way to the ring hailing from Whipford Reading Denim Matrix.
5: Just backlit. It's just a silhouette of like badassery. Um, I've got really high heel stilettos on, and to the point where it's just ridiculous. And I'm standing there, my hands on my hips, and it's just powerful. And smoke floods, and my denim minions (laughs) 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 are just like crawling around me. Um, I raise um my feet to my hands, not like not. Like I'm bloating about one at a time. <laughs> and I snap off my stilettos, and I walk down into the ring, and I use the stiletto heels as horns <laughs> somehow. Just stab them into my skull. Why not? Um, and I uh, use my now uh, really quite sturdy um, minions that are just my dummy mechanical genes. They've made themselves into a lovely stepping Step, 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 and I climb them, and then um, just a the lovely kind of into the rings down there, powerful, with, with slightly bloody horns. Can I grab the
7: mic?
3: Oh,
1: I've
5: got the mic. <sighs> ah. <clears throat> Why that was so funny? Denim puns. Uh, I bet you're all fab breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, so oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Just say farm again and again. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 I can feel it in my fibers. This is going to be an ultimate match of doom and glory. I don't care who is facing me, but they better be damn scared. Oh. Oh.
7: Excellent
3: excellent the sound of
4: denim being
7: stitched
5: (laughs) that doesn't work
3: (laughs) making her way to the ring hailing from ancient Greece, Chester Socrates (laughs) Socrates. serene, synthetic music pipes in from the speakers, and a gentle, sweet-smelling, fragrant mist spreads out down the ramp and leaks in from the stands. Stepping out on top of the ramp, a small, five-foot-two brunette woman playing a tiny golden harp, songbirds circling around her a look of pure <laughs> peace and wisdom on her face is Socrates. As she makes her way down and gestures towards the audience, gusts of petals blow out and the blood-crazed, bloodthirsty CBW audience relax and smile and sit down in their seats as if some great and wondrous truth of the universe has been washed over them. She steps around at the steel steps, walks up into the ring, looks around at the audience, looks at you. (laughs) Smiles, peacefully dips her head. And her breath smells like roses and knowledge and love. (laughs) Tina, Tina, Tina. Tina,
7: Tina, Tina.
3: Tina, Tina. Tina. I have a really bad feeling for Tina, though. We'll start with Denimatrix in control. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding! Uh,
5: Just run towards her, grab the back of her neck and try and put her into all fours on the in front of the ladder and try and use her as the first step.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Amazing. Um that's clever. Uh, ooh. Let's let's go for a look on that. That's clever. Oh. Yeah,
7: seven.
3: Seven? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so how I get yeah, you, you you easily manage to manoeuvre onto all fours. You climb on top of her back. Um, she seems to wince slightly at the pain of your shoes, um, and you you now sort of trying to reach for the contract um, from the back of Socratina. Yeah, fortunately, Socratina is five foot two and currently <laughs> basically <fried. laughs> so you gained about maybe seven inches in height. <laughs> With, with those stilettos
5: I snapped them off ah, I they're in a head <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. in scalp I put them there <laughs> because you now lost
3: st- it's a net gain of zero <laughs> uh,
5: great cool but I
7: made it
3: look good yeah cool that's fine um, it looked interesting <laughs> it, was, it was very clever I think everyone in the audience who right now are, are not the um not the salivating dogs that they were before Socrates in your entrance, really appreciated your a creative, mm-hmm. almost intellectual approach to oh, it. There's that was like a... There's really... a... Ah. Ooh. Ooh. But I at that point, I noticed that they're really
5: appreciate and like, That really <laughs> annoys me and it makes me really unhappy. I so so I does. bring up all my weight and jump as high as I can to slam back down, feet first, onto that back. on power. Thanks. Yes. Oh. oh, power's not my friend. Please.
3: Tell Tony about it nice. Power is your friend. Eight. Nice! Uh, yeah. my friend. You lift up and you boom, eight. straight down on her back. Fantastic. How? <laughs> <laughs> she says. Starting to like ride around on the floor a bit. She's put her arm back to hold the pad of her back, which you uh, stood on. And you're still in control for now. Nice
5: one. I'm going to bring my uh, arm around my neck and put her in a sleeper and just see if she passes out because I'd like to watch the life drain from her eyes. Uh, roll,
7: oh. on, roll on Cloud for that.
5: Um. No. Oh, mate! <laughs> So that's the eight.
3: That's an eight. Um, okay. So <laughs> It's a murder. <laughs> you get your arm right and a sleeper hold yeah. um you see this sort of serene look on her face slowly fade to become a look of serenity. Uh. <laughs> she's
5: pissing me off even now.
3: <laughs> and she passes out with the, the softest smile on her face. And right now she is unconscious. Since oh. oh. she's
5: having a snooze or just going for a pin. Oh, um, it's not a pin, it's not a pin! Uh, you oh, know well, what, I it's I
3: just... now, going for that pin.
5: Can
3: I? Um, it won't do anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> <it's laughs> put the leg, put uh, the leg! No, I don't want to go for the pin, she's snoo- snoozing, so
5: I'm just <laughs> going
3: to make my way up the ladder of doom and glory. Okay, um, make, a, make a straight roll on that. Just straight to your six.
7: Mm.
5: Eight. Nice. Cool.
3: Um, so, yeah, you make your way up the ladder. One step, two step, three step, four step, five step. You get just to the top, just within a, uh, an arm's whiff of the contract, and then you feel the ladder start to buckle underneath you,
5: sick.
3: and flumph, drops oh. under the side. And Socrates is standing there, looking at you with a relaxed look on her face, going, I think, therefore, I slam.
7: <laughs> ah! oh,
5: I hate how good that is. And then
3: goes in for an elbow drop on you. Um, roll on work to try and roll out of the way.
5: I, oh. Uh, Six. Oh, thank you for being quick for that no Six. Okay. Can you just be my
3: I'll be your number. <laughs> to be is to be perceived. Now perceive
7: this! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
3: the overdrop connects, boom, like straight on the top of your chest, just on the bridge of your neck. Oh. She gets to her feet. Just starts to get the circulation back into her body after that intense sleeper hold he put in her. She who thinks great thoughts often makes great... Terrors and goes in for a second elbow drop. It's
5: fucking
3: psychotic. <laughs> I guess for a second elbow drop, roll and work again. Okay,
6: come on, come on, come on denim. That's, oh, a, three.
7: that's oh. a three. Boom, denim. crack.
3: Denim. Once again, like connects straight with your collarbone. Uh, she gets up once more into her feet, looks up at the ladder, looks down at you. Hmm. Liberty consists in doing one's desires, and I desire. To kick your butt! <laughs> <laughs> and goes in for a leg drop. Uh, roll and work again.
5: Oh, oh, she God. said butt, she can't
6: even say ass. Stop letting her win. <laughs>
3: again, she's completely seems completely unemotionally moved by this, feels very satisfied that she's got some decent hits in you and starts to make her way towards the ladder. Climbs up one step, two step, three step, four step. Five six makes a way to the top, is about to reach for the contract when. Oh. You discover more about a man in an hour of pain than a lifetime of conversation, and goes in for another elbow
7: drop.
5: <laughs> oh oh, oh.
3: oh well, my
5: god! Oh, on yeah,
7: come on, come come on. on denim. denim.
5: That's a seven.
7: You, roll out, no, of you roll out of
5: the way. You out of the way. What are you doing? Um, I oh gosh, I'm just so bamboozled. Um, <laughs> I roll out of the way and I just clamber straight up onto the turnbuckle, get to the top, and go for a full flying splash.
3: Go for it. Um, so you can roll on. Uh, look will work for that.
5: Okay. Can I say full flying splash with the intent to break a spine to get real? <laughs>
3: Sure. <laughs> Thanks.
7: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So, um. Yeah. Talk us through your splash.
5: Uh, so I get to the top, and um, I just first of all I, I rip off my pockets because I just <laughs> want to show more flesh at that point. I'm so angry. Um, I unzip my arms so that my arms are more free, and I just launch myself full. And actually, do you know what I can do? I can do like a like three 360s in that time like a, like a disc of doom and death and then I which someone would call it dem um, winning <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let that sit
7: for a while um oh, okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we powering winning. through <laughs> top of <the> Socrates pants
6: <laughs> <laughs> we'll always have
7: I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I
5: land, uh, I land on her and she goes, I would
3: say, face first and something that, so I crack onto her spine, using my full 200 pounds. There is a shriek
5: of pain from Socrates. Thank God she's making some noise.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, there is There is an audible crack which is heard throughout the Chester Coliseum, the what? famous Chester Coliseum. Super famous. Um, and... She's currently down for the count, you free to climb the ladder.
5: I'm like, I run up that ladder this time, I'm not doing this one step, two step, like I am scurrying up that ladder, <laughs> and I almost launch myself up the last step to try and grab the contract.
3: Okay, that's gonna be a straight 2d6 roll. <gasps> oh, come Ooh. on, Denim! Denim! Yeah!
7: It's
6: a winning. Sorry, I was so excited. <laughs> I hit my funny
7: bone. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, you um, you sprint up the ladder like a gazelle, leap from maybe the up, four rungs from the top. You just leap into the air, and it looks for a moment like you're just going to be A hair's whipped away from that contract, and then snap, you grab it in your hand. Your
1: winner, the yeah! Matrix. Yeah!
2: <laughs> Dem one! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. oh, I didn't know I
7: could run
5: out of German
3: puns Socratina gets to her feet Can mm-hmm. she? <gasps> yeah. oh, God, <laughs> yes, she can <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, Looks here. up at him, <laughs> smiles and says Pain is the measure of all things <sighs> oh, And Almost just seems to dissipate <laughs> with the and petals. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> um, you she are left alone in me. the ring with the mic. You've got the entrance into the rumble. Rangle, please, the wrangle, please. Oh shit, Oh my god, crap. You've got your jaw back, your entrance into the wrangle, now grab the mork. <laughs> We're safe now, Adam, right? We're clear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my god.
7: word.
5: Uh. Woo, that was emotional, I'm so proud and I will see you at yoga next Tuesday, babe, you're (laughs) a star. We're mates, don't worry, she's still alive. Um, I am so proud and I've got my job back and I am... Yeah!
1: Damn one. Damn one, damn one, damn one, damn
7: one, damn one, damn one. I'm just flying off the shelves.
5: Oh, I am so proud, I am amazed, I am not afraid I'm going to be going forth into the
7: right. yeah, you got it.
5: Right, right. Into the wrangle, zip first.
7: Flies down. Um,
5: zip first, flies <laughs> down.
6: Zip first,
1: flies down. Zip
5: first, flies down. Zip first, flies down. And uh, I will win. There is no. There is no doubt.
3: You all know who this is I mean, You all know what he looks call. like It's QC, the voice of management And with several swift strides He is down that ramp and in the ring
7: Aww, pie. Fair <laughs> is
3: fair Dynamics you won yourself Entrance In the regal wrangle And thus a chance at winning a championship title match there's just one small catch I may be neglected to mention you'll be entering this year's regal wrangle
7: at number one Hard. No.
3: and we leave hard. the stage uh, however one last scene before this episode is over after a particularly gruelling violent and physically taxing match a lot of terrible things have happened to the milkman's body and we now join the milkman lying in a hospital bed being attended to by CBW's two resident medical staff Bitch doctor and fight nurse. <laughs> uh, bitch doctor is a, is, a, is a tall blonde woman in a lab coat and glasses with a clipboard and a pen and a stethoscope. Fight nurse is about maybe seven and a half feet tall, about maybe four feet wide of muscle. He almost looks like he's been stitched together by parts of other wrestlers. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a very small white apron with a red cross plus in it and a little nurse's hat and <laughs> I, just stands there staring into nothing. I've only just realised that it's a play on Witch Doctor. I thought you we
7: were just being
2: a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was worried about bitch Doctor. Like, Does it
3: come across as mean? Will people not get the pun? Apparently, yes and yes. <laughs> it uh, took me a while. Yeah, yeah. She's looking very concerned at her chart and is just about to put her hand on your shoulder and give you some news. And in enters. I slowly board over (laughs) to the bed.
2: (laughs) I I place one hand on yours. You're not comfortable with it. No. But you're (laughs) not really physically strong enough to stop me. I say, um, it's all right. I'm here.
1: It's nice to meet you. Get off me now.
2: I, uh, I, I look at him and just say, "If you're gonna do it, um, I'll be behind you to the end." I can't
1: not do it, lad. It's in my blood. My blood's milk. It's in my milk. Right. It's This bag here—it's full of milk. I can Where see is. that. I can <laughs> see that. I said, "No saline. Just give me the milk." Just.
7: Ooh. <laughs> it's, God's
4: own.
2: God's aye, own juices. Aye. It's okay. Look, I just, there's someone, it, it feels like we we may be on borrowed time, so there's someone I want to reintroduce you to. And I gesture to the front door and a 57 year old woman with a handbag uh, walks in. And she says, hi. That's him. I remember this order. I remember
3: this round. I'm, I'm very sorry. It's family only.
1: These are family.
2: <laughs> and I go in for a hug, and I feel bones just give way. <laughs> oh, sorry. Psych. And just a single tear of milk drips down my
3: face. In which case, if you are all family, it's probably just as well you're all here. Uh, Fight nurse, my charts, please. (laughs) Just hands over a pile of paperwork stained in bits. (laughs) Milkman. Tony. Other way around. Tony. Milkman. (laughs) It's It's much better. We all appreciate what you've done for the company over the years and I personally have a huge amount of respect for your drive and determination in the face of the insurmountable odds of human aging. However, according to the results of all the tests I have ordered, one thing is very clear. If you try to wrestle again, you might very well die. <gasps> <gasps>
2: So, that was episode two. What did you think, Tom? I liked it. I liked it too. And did you like it? Uh, So, we're going to go now to YouTube uh, because we are recording this in order to come out with the, in conjunction with the second episode. It's public release so uh, we unfortunately haven't had a chance to get many uh, audience emails in so we are actually going to look at a few more of the YouTube comments from uh, the previous episode episode 1 and any questions um, that are being asked to the creative team I might put them to you Tom and see if we can answer any of the fans queries I'll be delighted to but as I am just loading up the episode what was your
3: favorite bit of episode 2 that's a very difficult question. I love all my players equally, and to pick a favourite bit would be as if to pick a favourite player. Um, I can let me give you a highlight from each segment, maybe. Oh, that's nice. I really enjoyed the reaffirmation of what we keep referring to as the purity of Silverbro during the brothers' conversation with the uh, psychiatrist. Seeing seeing all that. Uh, Negativity come from Golden Joe, and seeing nothing but support and love and agreement and praise and devotion come from, Golden, uh, from Silverbro was heartbreaking mm. um, and hilarious. I think when it came to uh, You and the Milkman, that ending, that ending I think is a terrific Absolutely. piece of cooperative role play. Uh, and I really enjoyed the Denimatrix's interaction with QC. Yes.
2: Ah yes, lovely QC, who could have very easily been uh, a very kind of one-dimensional character, but has has become one of our one of our favourites as a, as a group. In fact,
3: yeah, he's he's definitely my favourite uh, NPW. as we we talked about. I think on the uh, the booking podcast, he was originally just supposed to be the the voice of management. He was a functional role. He was yeah, he, he had he had a gimmick, he had um, some puns up his sleeve, up his silks, uh, but the. He becomes so much more well-rounded and so much more developed an interesting character because of the choices that the Denimatrix makes and how Lolo chose to respond to the authority that QC imposed upon her.
2: Uh, So I've got the first comment. Hmm. Uh, This is from Midnight Fun. Uh, It says, holy flip, this is awesome. How many P's in flip? Uh, Just a one. I know, right, unsubscribe. Uh, It's in their genes. That one is spelled correctly to own a wrestling promotion. Hopefully they can milk this for everything it's worth because at its apex, it's gonna be golden, bro.
3: For, for a brief moment, I thought he wasn't going to include anything to do with bro. And that would have been so <laughs> on brand for the precious metals, <laughs> but that's terrific. Thanks been no fun. We love puns here at uh, NRB. We absolutely do. Um, of course, yeah, we had
2: plenty of them with um, Stretch Farm Strong. Um, how do you? So do you just have like, I mean, I'm. I, maybe you just come up with all the puns off the top of your head, Tom. But do you do you research them in advance? Do you have a, a few uh, loaded in the chamber, ready to go?
3: Uh, yes, I always try to keep a few loaded. I think particularly with uh, with Stretch Armstrong because he he was a, a submission wrestler for the most part. I wanted him to have a, bun- a, a variety of different submissions he could try. I felt like I had a real repertoire of submission moves and each one felt it needed like a pun name. But in general yes, I will look at a few puns, I will try to have about half a dozen at least um, on deck in case I need (laughs) them and if anything really dumb comes to me in the moment. uh, I think the way my brain works, um, my brain tends to work in a way that recognizes and looks for puns on an unconscious level, which is up up until this job, (laughs) um, arguably a waste of useful brain cells. (laughs) Um, if if not a fun use of it. It's absolutely a fine use of it. Can I ask you what your favourite piece of 90s slang that Kid Flips uses is? Um,
2: I, I, because I never, because I I was a child in the 90s, we all were, but I, I don't know where home skillet comes from. And I literally, I, I, I like like in researching um, puns, I genuinely did write out that list of 90s slang. Um, and just went to a, a bunch of different websites to kind of find that and I recognized pretty much all of them like dot 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 not dog psych bling bling all that and a bag of chips but I generally don't know where home
3: skillet is what from. that and a bag of chips? I, I didn't realize that was 90s specific. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, that feels very that feels 20 even 30 years older to me. Really? I don't know why. I think b- bag of chips makes me think almost of open all hours. Ah, uh, okay.
2: Uh, talk to the hand was one that I never, I never got in there. That was huge in the 90s. That,
3: thinking back a minute, it's, it's amazing talk to the hand didn't come back in. Mm, especially like... But a I guess in Kid Flips' case, the face was listening. Indeed. Um, I, I've
2: just picked up, but this is not from uh, YouTube. This is from Twitter, actually. Uh, it's something that you sent me earlier today. Um, and I kind of want you to explain why you like this uh, comment. So uh, it's from uh, Sean Dunn, at Sean Dunn, um, who simply says, Is it Sunday yet?
3: So I might be misinterpreting this. He might simply be saying, Sean, um, thanks so much for your enthusiasm. It means the world. Uh, Sure, and you might just be saying, is it Sunday yet? Because that's when the next episode of the show I like is on. But what I hope in my heart of hearts you're doing is making a reference to a truly fantastic RPG show that many people in the rest of the office are fans of, uh, Critical Role. And uh, at the beginning of their run, I think for quite a long time, their tagline was, is it Thursday yet? Which was the day their show came out. And anything at all which uh, I think connects or links or references our show in the context of Critical Role, I feel is just good What's the word looking for? When, like, l- not luck, but when, like, the force is- omen. omen. Good omen, that's it, yeah. Mm. I think it's a good omen. Th- thank you, anyway, it made me smile. I was cold at the time, and it made me smile. It didn't warm me up, because that's not how the body works, but it cheered me up. Um, Lincoln
2: jack me or Lincoln jack me I hope I haven't uh, butchered your name, says, uh, Ollie Davis, big boy, glow up complete, look at them guns! <laughs> so, Ollie, um, Easily my favorite comment so far, <laughs> <laughs> and you better believe that guns is capitalized and emboldened. Uh, Ollie, I want this framed. I
3: want this framed for Ollie. as
2: as, as you will have as you will see. Uh, it's, it's I think the only major downside of publishing this as a audio uh, podcast um, is that in. You know, obviously it's an RPG, so it's all based on imagination. So it should be just as effective. However, you do miss the incredible uh, sight of Ollie with his sleeves uh, rolled all the way up to his collarbone, uh, exposing um, wow, kind of very weird. Like in terms of hair placement, quite weird arms.
3: Okay, so two things. One, Ollie's been nothing but nice to me, so I'm not going to body shame him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> um, maybe I am <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he's been very cruel to you That's your thing, I'm not going to judge uh, I think you make a really good point though about uh, RPGs and podcast form one, one of the strengths of choosing podcast over video is the fact that you have nothing but your imagination to picture it all Um, But, as you're saying, you do miss out on player reactions. And that is one of my favorite parts of Mm, watching an RPG show, is player reactions. Love seeing our players react. I happily sing the praises of all our players and how they respond to each other until the cows come home. Yeah, so if you are if you are only listening to the podcast, do check
2: out the the video version at Parts Fun Known on YouTube, uh, where you can find all of the episodes, uh, including also my fantasy booking series as well. Uh, Chocobo Kid says Apex is Vince McMahon's wettest wet dream. So I'd, that's I'd the li- energy that you're putting into the world by creating him.
3: I'd like to talk a little bit about. Uh, only been in the comments section a couple of times and the, the one thing I, I really like about it is it's nice to see how completely disparate people pick up on a single thing and early on when the show came out a few people were saying Joe, and I was like oh that's nice there's like maybe four or five people have all started chanting Joe, and then it became a massive thing and it's now I assume what, uh, no actually Ollie is currently on a four day fast, he may just be feasting off the adulation from the comments <laughs> section
2: providing him the vital nutrients
3: but at least I think in my last reading, at least three separate people have compared either Apex to Vincent Mann's wettest wet dream, or talking about the thing that Vincent McMahon pleasures himself over when he goes to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've
2: all seen that gif of Vincent McMahon uh, falling out of a chair with pure sexual
3: energy. <laughs> You've seen that one, right? Yeah, it's back in my head now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh,
2: yeah, Apex, is a, he's, a, he's a big beef boy. Um, so he's a
3: big li- the thing is, Apex, I think, is also big boned. He is a naturally large man. Whereas I. <laughs> you sound like his mother. <laughs> Stop mocking him. He's
2: big buns. There is a point. That's what my mum's sound.
3: There is a point here, though. I think that. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I definitely haven't been as deep into Vince McMahon's mind as you have. And mm-hmm. I know you've been pretty deep. Uh, <laughs> I went spelunking and never came back. <laughs> Based on the, uh, like the, the World Bodybuilding Federation thing you tried to do, does Vince McMahon actually prefer that kind of overjacked. Uh, unnatural steroid look to just a much more natural bulk and size because I don't think Apex's muscles are disproportionately big compared to his massive skeleton whereas the kind of men I always felt Vince McMahon gets pleased over are <laughs> uh, 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 your sort of Scott Steiner style people where, yes, where, you, c- where you can literally definition. see the, um, like the veins bulging out and you can like, make out the
2: individual muscle. Yes, he is, uh, I mean, obviously, like, Lex Luger or um, Bobby Lashley, the people who happen to combine beef with a, a an almost ungodly amount of shreddedness. Uh, like, he is, yeah, he's an abs guy. He is a definition guy. He is a big veins poking out of huge bulges uh, kind of guy. Um, so, like, if you are, like, just for example, a giant slab of beef like say a mark henry
3: where it's not show muscles it's just power um well also with mark henry as, as a strongman, there's there's a certain degree of body fat on him for because if, you, if you're training for strength rather than definition having a certain essentially body fat is actually um preferable for performance yeah absolutely um
2: I, so obviously uh, he was a huge uh, you know he was an olympic um prospect so mark henry did get an original push but then yeah he complete he went off the boil for a very long time better part of a decade before vince properly used him for the powerhouse that he was. Do
3: you think that was partly because Vince... Do you think it's to do with Vince's idea of what a perfect wrestler should look like that Mark Henry didn't get much of a push after his initial debut? Uh, He also
2: kind of broke his leg very early on into his run. Um, In fact, I think he broke his leg running the ropes. Like, he was super, super green, uh, and he had a lot of mass that he wasn't used to moving around in a certain way. So that's that's very unfortunate. But yeah, he is, yeah, he's like, if you ask me to, or look at the, um, I mean, Vince McMahon, height is a big thing for him. Like, if you can be not defined, but uh, tall. And you can also be not defined, but beautiful. Like, Roman Reigns, you've, one of the reasons I think you very rarely see him without his top on is he's, I think he got into a bit more shape for the Hobson Shaw movie he was in. But, like, he's occasionally had his... Roman
3: Reigns is in a Hobson Shaw film.
2: Yeah, well he's in Hobbs and Shaw, which is a spin-off from the Hobbs and Shaw film. He's in that very, very briefly. Um, He does an -ah. For him, he does a spear, I don't know if he does a Superman punch. But he's, you know, he looked very good in that, um, but like there have been segments where he's sort of been like a heel, In one of the things they do is like, you know, they rip your shirt open and strip you down, like, you know, beat beat the hell out of you. And one of the things was uh, that yeah like first time I saw that happen it's like oh it's, maybe that's why he wears the chest protector all the time because he's not crazy defined he's just crazy handsome um, and do you know that um, early into Roman Reigns run they changed the color of his eyes he wears contacts he used to he doesn't he doesn't anymore uh, presumably because he got big enough to be just like I don't want to wrestle in these I don't need them but he was blue eyed for the first of his run yeah I actually remember seeing that but he's he's brown eyed it's just so like that it's that Detail, like, that kind of, that I think is why people have, it's details like that that make people kind of really difficult with Roman because he's so corporately created. Like, oh, he has to be a blue eye. His eyes literally have to be blue. It's like, that's a bit uncanny. Anyway, uh, I think that's enough. (laughs) I don't want to read any more comments, because scrolling down, they are all just praising Ollie Davis, and that has its time and its place, and that is uh, during Ollie Davis's eulogy. So uh, we're going to let you go for now, and uh, join us for the next episode, episode three, where, as has been teased at the end of this episode, it's all going to be about the regal wrangle. See you next time, folks.